Welcome to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. Visit our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, where you can download our free How to Track Macros guide. This guide has helped over 15,000 people start their macro tracking journey. What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Macros for Life podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the most intimidating macro out there. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's it's, based, it's one that people always have trouble hitting, though, and people always have questions about it. It's actually protein. Um, it's actually my favorite macro, and it's the one that I see the best results me when too. I'm making sure I hit it. What? I said me too. Well, you make sure you hit it and yeah, you see the better results too. Don't get me wrong. Y'all know I love carbs. Did you did you guys listen to the podcast on like not cutting carbs to get a good result? You guys should definitely listen to that. So it gives a, me the best result. Not wrong carbs. You need carbs too. You do. Protein gives me the best result. Carbs taste the best, but we'll do a podcast on that. I, I can I can refute that. that. I can refute that. What? The carbs taste the best. I'm a protein guy. He is. He has a whole That's subjective. Anyways. It is. <laughs> Anyways, it's yeah. really like the biggest help question people ask us about. It whether is. Whether they're it's... clients of ours or not. How do I hit my protein? It is. People are like, what's too much protein? What's not enough protein? How do I hit my protein? What kind of ideas do you have to help me? What so, has protein? Yeah. So first, we're going to go on the list. Of uh, some of our favorite protein and our favorite higher protein items, um, of course, number one is going to be meats. You're gonna Not have a variety. Superior, we love our our plant based people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but got, it's like it packs the most. You get the most per. It packs the most punch. Yes, it does. You packs the most, the most punch. Your meats. But we're gonna get into tofu and, and seitan too. But vital <laughs> <laughs> wheat gluten. With meats, it just depends on what your goals are. Uh, how active you are and the size of the person that's actually eating them as far as what types of meat you can eat because you have fattier meats and then you have you know leaner meats um for me i i like them both so but i eat fattier meats sparingly i'll eat fattier meats when i'm going to get on my uh smoker so you know you you're eating pork butts and ribs and all of that and that's ranging from 14 to 17 grams of serving so when it comes to fat, when it comes to protein, you might get 20 grams of protein with that, but the ratio is not as good as when you're going to have like boneless and skinless chicken breasts or chicken thighs. Then you're going to be looking at 20, 24 grams of protein compared to two grams of fat, maybe four and a half grams of fat. So that's what you need to look at when you're looking at uh, what type of protein you want to consume when it comes to meat. You also have eggs mm -hmm. and then you have egg whites. I'm typically an egg white guy because the eggs have seven grams of fat in them and the egg whites pretty much have zero. Yeah, we're team egg whites here. Team egg white. And we weren't always that way. Mm -mm. But sometimes we'll do egg whites with an egg or he'll yeah. might do two eggs. But our strategy with that as our protein goal is, one, it's easy and it's lean, but we can have more fat for the rest of the day and other things that we eat. So absolutely, that makes it better. You got protein powder, protein bars. Those are probably the easiest. If you guys are going to ask our favorite, our favorite ready-made protein is going to be Premier Protein. Our son should be sponsored by Premier Man. Protein. 
Um, we also like Legion protein and we like ghost vegan protein. Yeah. We're not plant-based, but it's easy to digest. It's good on your stomach. It tastes good. And you just feel kind of better eating. I do. Yeah, we're not plant-based, but we don't eat very much dairy, if any yeah. at all. So that ghost is actually a really good plant, uh, plant-based protein. And it doesn't have the, uh, what am I looking lactose, for? Lactose, yeah. Yeah, any lactose. The milk protein. Yeah, yeah. So that's so, good. Not way. Um, Yogurt. Yep, yogurt's another big one. Um, Tofu. Yep. Seitan. If you're if you're a vegan, especially, um, I used to be in that life, and you know, if you get tired of eating the beans and trying to get your protein in, seitan and tofu yep. can actually substitute um, in there for that. And there are different types of flavored seitans yeah. and tofus. Yeah. Uh, soy products. Edamame is another one. Cottage cheese is really popular. A lot of people blend that into protein shakes. Did you know that? I didn't know that. They do. They get like the fat-free cottage cheese and they'll put the scoop of protein powder in. They'll do a half a cup of cottage cheese and it's like a 40 gram protein shake. And cottage cheese takes the flavor of whatever else you put with it. So it tastes like chocolate if you're a protein It's so disgusting to me. (laughs) Cottage cheese is so disgusting to me. I've tried it several times because I... (laughs) Yeah, I see people enjoying it and they tell me like, mix it with fruit, mix it with this. It's so good. It's It's, disgusting to me every time. It's spoiled milk. Yeah, it's disgusting. (laughs) It is, you guys. But anyways, it's cool. But also there are things that have added protein in them. Mm -hmm. You guys can find like protein English muffins. Like it's not like it has a ton of protein, but there might be five extra grams in it. Um, some of the light breads that we like to eat that are light because they're lower in calories, lower in carbs, like Aunt Millie's, um, Healthy Life. There's like another one. Oh, I can see the visual in my head, but like each slice of bread is four to five grams of protein. Mm-hmm. So without even adding meat or maybe you're making a breakfast sandwich with eggs, some of these, you know, sandwiches you're building already have 10 grams of protein in the actual um you know bread mm-hmm. also um what's Pro- the brand of the the protein oatmeal kodiak. likes yes kodiak yep kodiak so they have stuff for they have mixed for muffins oatmeal and pancakes but i mean we literally could go on and on there's yeah. so many things that have protein in them that can be a good source of protein um we talk about this one all the time peanut butter is not a source of protein it has yeah. some protein in it but it's really a fat source yep if you are looking to get protein and you are not looking to put on mass do not eat peanut butter <laughs> as your main protein macro yeah. you do not get that peanut advantage. butter is what i feed my son to bulk him up <laughs> before season especially like eat a peanut butter sandwich at night yeah 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 so peanut butter yeah. and bananas those always sell all right, so next we'll get into some of our favorite protein meals. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kick this off because I'm gonna say the one that everybody knows. What am I gonna say? I don't know. Smoked meat, chicken and rice. Oh, ch- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chicken and rice. One. Yeah. It really is. It, yeah. It's, it's several different variations of chicken and rice. It's, it's so many. Yeah, so many variations, and it can be macro friendly for anybody's macro goals. Like mm-hmm. you can. Start with the basic recipe and you can add things to hit other goals. Like you can add butter, you can add a little olive oil, you can have different types of chicken, you can have chicken breasts only, chicken breasts and chicken thighs. You can have chicken thighs only, 
Like, are you cooking chicken that's like lightly breaded and that's going with the chicken? I mean, there's so many ways you can do it. Yeah. Facts. Uh, protein pancakes and eggs. Yeah. That's a big one. Or egg whites. Yeah. My big one is probably having like an omelet or a breakfast yeah, sandwich. Yeah. That is your big one. Whether I'm buying like the Jimmy Dean's like turkey um, sausage sandwich or I'm making my own doing bread and then cheese and then um, a whole egg and or egg whites. That's the easy way to get um, protein in for breakfast. Smoothies are really easy too. They're quick. They're fast. They fill you up. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to really think about it. It can be definitely cheap. Um, Steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. Is steak and egg. I, I like steak and eggs, especially like if we go if we go to dinner and I order like if I order, especially if I order a ribeye because a ribeye is higher fat. If I order a ribeye, I'm not going to eat the whole ribeye. So I'm going to bring some home and I'm going to split those macros up into that dinner and my next day's breakfast. And I'm going to just I'm going to make steak and egg whites in the morning. You know, I probably throw a little bit. I mean, I probably throw some bread and avocado on with it, but I'm going to have steak and egg whites the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely easy. Mm -hmm. But even like when you guys are thinking about like, how can I build a meal with protein? It's really easy. It's like protein, a vegetable and a carb. So kind of like a steak, like he said, yeah. you can have a sirloin, you can have a strip steak, you can have a filet mignon, and then green beans. And then you can have rice or something on the side. Or if you're eating out, maybe you're getting the steak and you're getting um, the fries or whatever on the side. But just think some meat, a protein source, carb, and vegetable. And it's really easy to get meals that have more than 20, 25 grams of protein in them minimum. And once you get that in your head... Like once you get that, a protein, a carb, and a vegetable in your head, yeah. like it's hard to get it out. Mm -hmm. So then you start eating, you start eating the correct way, and it's not even effort by effort. It's just like mm -hmm. it's just what you do. Yeah, it becomes a new established behavior. Yeah, like you go from being intentional to having the established behavior, and then you're starting to eat more nutrient dense. It's habit stacking. Habit stacking, yes. <laughs> Anna would be so proud. Habit stacking. It is, it is. So we've given you guys foods that you can eat that are high in protein and even just some example meals. But the secret sauce of hitting your protein goal each day is what? To pre-plan your day. Yeah. You, you have to have a plan. Like don't go into your day without having them. I'm not saying that you necessarily have to pre-track, although pre-tracking is like probably the, the, yeah, it's like the way that you're going to be, you're going to succeed like most out of every other way, but at least go into your day with a plan. Don't go into your day like, oh, I figured out when I wake up in the morning. Cause when you do nine times out of 10, you're going to fuck it up. And fuck it up means when it becomes eight o'clock at night, you have 63 grams of protein left to eat. <laughs> yeah. You ate all carbs and fat all day. You have nothing left but just to eat meat. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be a big number because a lot of people need anywhere from 0.6 to 1.2 grams of protein per um, pound of their body weight. So if you don't pre-track and you're not being intentional and kind of having a game plan of getting this protein in throughout the day... Um, a lot of people will fall short and when they fall short and they're not hitting the macros, they use the not pre-planning as an excuse to basically quit. Yep. They do. 
The, yeah. the number one reason why people don't get the result that they want with macros is they're not having a strategy to actually hit them. We can give you the macro numbers all day long, but if you're not making an effort with some type of plan to actually get there for the day, it's not going to happen. Yeah. If you don't have, you can say, okay, I need to hit, you know, such and such grams of protein. I'm not going to put a number out there because then somebody's going to eat that number, but and you should eat whatever is whatever is is that goes well with your, yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> pretty much like up. i eat a lot of protein so i'm not gonna give you my number but if i go into a day and i don't have those protein sources in the refrigerator and i have to eat like if i get back from the gym and i'm hungry and i have things to do i gotta find something to eat within the next 15 minutes i can't thaw chicken and then cook it and have that ready to go in 15 minutes. So obviously I need to meal prep or obviously I need to have something ready to go. I already thought out that I can cook, mm-hmm. you know, or egg whites or or something. So you have to have a plan going into this thing to succeed. You have to have veggies available to, you know what I mean? Have those veggies there. I mean, that that to me, veggies is the hardest thing to have available because you got to keep them fresh mm-hmm. and they don't stay fresh as long. Unless you like them soggy, but we don't. And I don't at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, the pre-planning and pre-tracking is a big deal because some people might need to hit 20 to 50 grams of protein per meal to hit their daily goal. And if you're like, oh my God, that's a lot. It just depends on how many times a day you eat. Mm -hmm. eat Three meals a day and a snack. Three meals only. Maybe you eat five times a day. But um, pre-planning your day is going to help you hit how many ever grams of protein you need to get to the end of the day after all the meals are added up. The biggest thing we see with people making a mistake is they're not even putting enough um, protein on their plate. They're like really shy about it. And so what we've noticed is Again, if you need your macros calculated for you, we have an amazing program. Um, We have one-on-one coaching, and we also have a new program called Make It Count. And we've noticed that a lot of women are needing like three to six or more, don't just stay at the three to six, but three to six ounces um, of protein or more per meal to hit their goal by the end of the day. And so if you're putting like two ounces of meat on your plate, you're not going to get there. Mm-hmm. You're definitely going to fall short. And men, it's like five to eight ounces or more per meal. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, unless unless you're like a, a very small and inactive man and you may be eating less than that. Or if you're larger and you're or you're very active, you may be eating more than eight ounces per meal. But I mean, typically... If your protein source is smaller than your carbs, like, and I'm not meaning like looks, I'm meaning like weighing in ounces, like that's probably, you're probably heading in the wrong direction. Unless, unless you're just one of those guys that eat a lot of carbs and you burn them up. Like if you're a swimmer, (laughs) a swimmer or a runner, like you guys are a little bit different, like, or you're very lean, you might eat, you know what I mean? A ton of carbs. Like those are a little bit different. Those guys are different. They built different. Yeah. And it'll also vary on, do you eat snacks and how many grams of protein in your snacks? Like I eat some things that are considered snacks, but I might have 30 grams of protein in it. It's almost like a mini meal. It's just convenient. So it's really just going to depend, you know, on what your goals are and how you like to eat. Like a protein bar, I don't even want it if it don't have at least 30 grams of protein in it. See? Like I'll put it back on the shelf. And for me... 
because there might be like sweeteners in it and it's more, you know, man-made protein and fiber, that's 30 grams of protein and that bar might blow my stomach up. Like yeah. my whole stomach will be bloated. But see, everybody's different. Everybody's different. But like what he's saying is like something that he's learned to be intentional with. He doesn't just buy a protein bar and eat it. He is flipping over the protein bar and weighing out his options. Like he's reading the labels to go, oh, it said protein bar on the front. Is there 12 grams of protein in it? Is there 20 or like, is there 30? Because all protein bars and all foods are not created equal. And, you know, people make the assumption when they see like a snack and it says protein bar, like those little, you see the fiber one bars, you see like the special K bars. Yeah, some of y'all cereal bars. They're they're cereal They're not protein bars. The nice way is, the nice name is nutrition bar, but it's not (laughs) even nutritious. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's It's a whole bunch of sugar. They really are. It's a bunch of sugar, but like some things say protein and there's seven grams of protein in it. And that's it. And it's like if you're thirty goal, grams of carbs, yeah, that's not a protein bar. And twenty eight grams of sugar. <laughs> um, but like you got to be intentional. Like when you see something on the shelf and you're like, I want it, take the time to look at the label and go, oh, is there something next to it that would actually be better? Because marketing for food companies out here will have you fooled. Yeah, and yeah. have you looking fooled? It will. For for me, when I look at a protein bar, I'm looking for at least a two to one ratio. When it comes to protein to carbs, that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's not saying that's what everybody should look for, but I'm looking for at least a two to one ratio. I mean, that's what I like. Look, everybody's gonna be quoting you two to one for protein. <laughs> bar. The the DMs are gonna blow up. People are like, "Where the hell are you finding these two to one ratio bars?" I guess you guys will have to DM us to find out. But you know, like I said, like the easiest way for people to get their protein up, like outside of pre-tracking and outside of being intentional and acting like using your eyes to read is eating bigger portions. People think, oh my God, I hit my protein goal. I got to have all these different types of protein. They want to go find the two for one protein bar that Mm -hmm. he's talking about and go buy the protein oatmeal and the protein muffins. And then they're buying six types of fish and chicken and beef and whatever. And some people are not about that life because they don't maybe have the time to buy all the stuff, the budget, or they don't mm-hmm. want to cook all that stuff. Yeah. You can take your two, three favorite things and just eat more of them. Make the, the, the portions bigger. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Kiss. Like if you're already eating fish on a regular basis, but you're only slapping three ounces of fish on your plate after, um, you know, if you went through the process of weighing it. Maybe you have to bump it up to like five or six ounces. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people are afraid to see a certain number when it comes to the weight of meat, especially women. Like we need, we we definitely have to have you guys do better for sure. But sometimes the easiest way is just take what you already have been eating and add more to your plate. Yeah. Don't make it super complicated. I mean, simplicity is your friend. Like it really is. Like when you keep things simple Mm -hmm. and keep them repeatable um, then you can be consistent and that's when you're going to get the best results. True. True that. So if you guys need help with your planning of meals, you can DM us for our free mini meal prep guide. It's going to teach you how to set up your portions and things for your plate, how to build them. And it'll help you know what to grab when you're picking out like your protein and your carbs and your vegetable sources and your fats. So if you need that today, just shoot us a DM. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. 
make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy.